broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Coffin. Today, I am thrilled and blessed to have Dr. Andrea Christian Parks in the studio with me. Dr. Christian Parks is a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist and a lifestyle medicine physician. Additionally, she is certified as an integrative nutrition health coach. She's been caring for women in clinical practice for more than a decade with an emphasis on natural and holistic living. Dr. Christian Parks is the creator of A Journey to Wholeness, a blog where she shares her personal growth and holistic living lessons. She's also wife to the love of her life and the mother of four incredible homeschooled children, ages seven to 13. Welcome to the studio, Dr. Christian Parks. It is a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. This is great. Well, I have a lot of things that I want to pick your brain about, so let's get straight into um, our first question. First, can you share with my audience a little bit more about the work you do on a day-to-day basis as a physician? Sure. I practice traditional OBGYN mm-hmm. um, in a many settings because mm-hmm. OBGYN it takes place in the hospital, True. takes place in the office, True. takes place in the operating room. Mm-hmm. So depending on the week, yeah. it can be all different. Oh, wow. Um, but I still deliver babies. Mm-hmm. I work with midwives. Mm-hmm. I do office visits. Wow. I do surgery. Um, I specialize in some of the uh, minor surgical procedures to try to save women from major surgical procedures like hysterectomy. Oh, wow. So that, in a traditional sense, is what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then in addition, whenever mm-hmm. it's possible in an office setting, I have lots of people who come in mm-hmm. who do have that mentality now of wanting more uh, holistic approaches, more natural approaches, mm-hmm. ways to address some of their concerns that don't involve medications wow. or surgery. And I try to focus that way with people who are interested in those wow, things. Wow, that's great that um, that there's that women have that as an alternative. That hasn't always been the way. No, I mean it has not. Maybe way back, you know, with our grandmothers and great grandmothers, because that was basically how medicine was dealt with. But um, in more recent times, it hasn't. That has not been an option for us. No, I think we come from a long tradition as African-American women Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. herbal healing, Mm -hmm. of um, traditional home remedies, Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. some very ancient wisdom Mm -hmm. that I think over the years we've let go. Absolutely. And then we moved into an era where, especially Mm OBGYN, but all medicine was dominated by men. Definitely. Um, And the answer to all women's problems was a hysterectomy. Absolutely. Um, I think the pendulum is swinging back the other way again. That's good. And I think a lot of it is driven by patients right. about what we really want mm-hmm. about not wanting to band-aid things mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. remove things mm-hmm. but to really heal things right. and I have you know obviously yeah. a personal interest in yeah. making that yeah. accessible that's a real blessing I will have to tell you um uh, when I um, was, you know, um, entering menopause, or I guess it would have been perimenopause, and I did go to um, a few doctors, there wasn't, I felt like I wasn't being heard, mm-hmm. but I think it's a blessing that more doctors like yourself are listening to women and what they want right. versus what the doctor might think they need. Right. So that's good. Now, studies show um, that many of the hair products that we use, and that's 
the topic of today, just um, hair product, black women's hair in the workplace, but that many of the hair products marketed to black women are extremely toxic. And further research confirms that these harsh chemicals have serious health consequences. Now, although some of us have seen or heard about these findings, and I've talked with people, friends, women, on a regular basis about this kind of thing, um, I still don't think a lot of us are making the connection between the chemicals that we're putting on our scalp, on our heads, uh, and then how that affects us um, in our bodies, our reproductive system, our breasts, you know, so on and so forth. Can you talk with us or me and to our audience about some of the health problems that are associated with regularly using these toxic chemicals on our hair? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, I think all of us who came from the era of everyone having um, mm -hmm. relaxers right. know that a lot of those very harsh chemicals mm -hmm. can cause immediate right. effects. Right. You can burn your scalp. Definitely. You can cause immediate so we irritation. Knew that. Right. We know that. Mm -hmm. But I think we forget the key mm -hmm. to all of this, which is that your skin, which mm -hmm. includes your scalp, yes. is your first line of defense mm -hmm. against a lot of the outside world. Right. But it's not a barrier in the sense of a plastic sheet. Right. It is absorbent. And right. so whatever you apply to your skin, including your scalp, gets absorbed into your body. Absolutely. I think the problem with so many of the things that we put on our skin or we put on our hair is that there are a lot of ingredients in those in those mm -hmm. um, products mm -hmm. that are not regulated, not no. tested, wow. and we don't know what they are, oh and we don't God. know what the effect on the body is. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of them have what we call estrogenic effects, right. which are mm -hmm. items in those products that mimic the estrogen that's already in your body. Wow. And when that happens, that upsets the hormonal balance that should be mm -hmm. already in your body. That's right. And so when we use particularly fragrances, mm -hmm. and that is a hard one to get away from, oh boy. fragrances yeah. in yeah. everything. Oh my goodness, yes. Then we have put things into our body, mm -hmm. thinking we're just putting it on yeah, the surface. Right. You're not thinking that this is being absorbed through your into your bloodstream. Exactly. We're mm -hmm. not remembering that it's mm -hmm. actually going into our body, and then we really don't understand that it's upsetting yeah. the hormonal Very environment so. that we need to have in the body. Wow. Um, I think that the key thing to know about fragrance specifically, and I'm mm -hmm. happy to talk about it more if mm -hmm. we need to, mm -hmm. but fragrance is a general term yeah. that is not defined in the cosmetic industry. Wow. And it doesn't have to be. It's considered proprietary information wow. that is protected by the companies that own it. Wow. So it's not disclosed right. and it doesn't have to be disclosed. Right. So we have no you. idea. Exactly. Wow. So what we know is that there are links between fragrances mm -hmm. and some of the chemicals that are in these mm -hmm. items mm -hmm. and all kinds of different problems. Right. There's the immediate things. Right. Irritation, right, right, right. dermatitis, which right. is um, yeah. skin yeah. irritation right. of, of any kind, right. in the scalp or right. on the, uh, anywhere mm -hmm. on your skin, mm -hmm. um, which is why some people with things like eczema have right. a hard time right. with all kinds of different products. Sure. But then there's actual allergic reactions Definitely. where people cannot tolerate yeah. for any length of time. Yes. But then there's the newer um, mm -hmm. information that's starting to come out. There was actually an NPR mm -hmm. interview mm -hmm. that that came out talking about the effects of um, particularly mm -hmm. some of the yeah. chemicals that are put on hair in, right. in a hairdresser yes. sort of setting, like yeah. relaxers, sure. like perms, right. and like hair color. That's right. All that are linked to breast cancer. Yes. And the information 
affects all women. Yes. The effects are not yeah. isolated to African American right. women. Right. But the effects are amplified yes. in the African American community. They are. I don't know if it's because we do more. Yeah. Of that's the, something of the use, we we're going to talk about more. Or if it's mm-hmm. um, because we're doing. We're, we're stacking yeah. how many different things, things we're doing we do. to our hair. Exactly. Because we're doing so much manipulation. This is true. We are so. doing a lot of manipulation. So these are the kinds, of, and, and I think it's important for, I, I wanted to have you set that the tone um, because I think people need to understand, oh, because I, I'm hearing, oh, that's not that big of a deal. Oh, you know, oh, that won't happen to me. I, there's almost this sense of real denial because we've been doing this so long. It's a part of, of, of how we see ourselves as beautiful, how we make ourselves beautiful. So I think there's a resistance culture. Well. Yeah, and, right, and it's our culture. So there's this resistance to it. So I wanted to, I wanted people to understand there is real science behind this. This. I think there's something that everyone can relate to on this mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. And it's the rapid increase mm-hmm. of the incidence of breast cancer yes. worldwide. Oh, yeah. And I think people mm-hmm. ask me regularly, they mm-hmm. come in, why is there so much breast cancer I now? Know. Why is there so much breast cancer? Yes. Why are younger and younger yes. women getting breast cancer? Mm-hmm. And the answer, traditionally in medicine, is we don't know. Yeah. Because we don't have all the data. Right. And maybe 30, 40, 50 years from now, we we'll have a lot more, more information. Right, right, right But right. what we do know is this. Mm-hmm. We are living differently. Mm-hmm. Our food supply is oh, different. Oh, my goodness, yeah. We are more obese than we used to be Definitely. that changes yeah. our hormonal environment as right. well right That's and we right. know that a lot of breast cancer is driven by the hormonal environment in which yeah we are living right, right. but what we also know is that the chemicals that we are using in our environments mm-hmm. whether they're plug-ins in yeah. your house oh, fragrances yes yeah um yeah. perfumed lotions mm-hmm. all hair of those products, things are playing a part in all this. those they all have some hormonal yeah. Um, disruption yeah. yes, in yes. the body yes, yes. and we are for lack of a better yeah. description swimming in chemical soup all the time wow. in the world in which we live definitely so it ends up coming back on us without having as right. much specific information mm-hmm. to try to to limit our mm-hmm. exposure right to these sorts of chemicals right. as best we can as best we can I just know from a personal um, experience that um, when I hit age 42 um, one of the places that I would always go to with my daughters was, um, I think it's called, not Bed Bath & Beyond, Bath & Body, Bath Body, Works. Body Works. I don't know, well, I do know what happened to me. Hormonally, things began to change for me, and suddenly by 42, 43, I could no longer, not only could I not go in that store, I couldn't even walk past the store. If I was in the mall, I had to go on the other side so that I didn't smell because I would have a severe... Um, upper respiratory reaction and that was when I that was a real eye-opening experience to me because I thought what is happening for me to have have to be having this reaction like that so um, you could just imagine I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. I can completely relate. I can't, mm-hmm. I don't like walking down the laundry mm-hmm. aisle yes. in, in the grocery store. Yeah, me too. I, I don't go do in it. those kinds of big, mm-hmm. Macy's, um, yeah. Bath and Body mm-hmm. Works. I, I can't go around yeah. those highly perfumed environments me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not because I have personally yeah. a strong yeah. physical reaction yeah. to it. Um, I'm much more aware and sensitive to it since I took my house yeah. through a, a oh, detoxing did you really? kind of yeah, um, process. activity mm-hmm. many years back yeah, when yeah. I started having children. Yeah. I actually wrote a blog post about it okay, some years excellent. ago yeah. talking about detoxifying your home mm-hmm. because 
now that I don't have all that perfume in right. my environment, right. I don't have the perfumed laundry soap and all uh, dish yeah. soap right. and all that right. sort of thing. Right. Now when I walk past those sorts of things, I can feel it. it really? It's very, very Because you're very sensitive obvious. to it now. Exactly. Isn't that funny how that works? Um, well, moving on, there are several stories, have been several stories in the news about black women who've suffered discrimination because of wearing their hair naturally. Just a few weeks ago, I read a story, and I posted it on my Facebook page, about a Mississippi news anchor who was fired because of that very reason. And in the article, her boss told her that um, the viewers thought her hair looked unprofessional and that they wanted to see a beauty queen. Because of this pervasive mentality, though, many women uh, feel the need to continue to perm, relax, whatever, process their hair because um, it looks more professional at work. So as a professional working woman, what has been your experience regarding this issue and how can you encourage women to make healthier hair choices? You know, I have to say, I, I think mm -hmm. I've been fortunate. Mm -hmm. um, when I, I, I got my first relaxer when I was 10. Yeah, about the same time. Yeah, me too. And I had a relaxer all the way up until mm -hmm. my oldest, who's now 13 years old, mm -hmm. was born. Mm -hmm. And I did what a lot of women mm -hmm. did, which is have a baby and then yeah. a couple months later, all yeah. the front of my hair, all over, everything started falling out. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. we had just moved to Georgia. I didn't mm -hmm. really have a hairdresser, but when I went and saw somebody, she said, you know, maybe mm -hmm. you should wait right. on the chemicals. Not, right, not, right. not, not while your hair's all falling out. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I started, I let it grow out a little mm -hmm. bit, let it grow out a little bit. And I started thinking mm -hmm. a couple things. One is that I wonder what it looks like if I didn't have all this okay, stuff straight. Right. Well, mm -hmm. What's this, you know, this, right. this weight <laughs> pattern going yeah. on under here? Yeah. And then I started thinking, you know, whatever I do, mm -hmm. my daughter, my 13-year-old is a girl. Yes, my, right. I have three girls and right. one boy. Right. And I thought, my 13-year-old now yeah. will do whatever it is that I do. Oh, yeah. She's looking at If my hair is straight, yep. Mommy. she will think her mm -hmm. hair needs to be straight. Absolutely. I'm looking at this little cutie yeah. baby yeah. with all this curly hair, yeah, and I'm yeah, thinking... Yeah. I don't want her to hate what's on her head. Yeah, her own natural hair. Right, so that was the yes. point at which I decided I'm going natural. Wow. I wrote a blog post about that. Okay, too. good. Okay, excellent. <laughs> and why I did and how I did and all yeah. that kind of thing. Sure, sure, sure. But I I think what I did was, I, you know, I was drowning in little kids at the yeah, time, and I was yeah. just doing my thing and right, going to right, work. Right, right, And I liked my hair. Right. And it was, I never got any... Real pushback mm -mm. Okay, from so anyone at okay. work. Okay, I didn't but, really get mm -hmm. um, any negative comments. Mm -hmm. I think the 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 thing that happens, mm -hmm. and I think black female physicians mm -hmm. can attest to this, yes. is no matter where you are, mm -hmm. what specialty, how highly trained, you are never the physician oh, wow. in whatever environment you're in. Really, some patients recognize it. Yeah, but a lot of times. In the hospital, uh -huh. in the office, yeah. wherever you are, yeah. even if you introduce yourself as Doctor Dr. Christian Parks, right, right, it is assumed you are the nurse, oh, you are the tech, goodness. you are whatever for radiology, right, or whatever right, it right. is, whatever else, but not the doctor, but not the doctor. And so, I don't yeah. think that having natural mm. hair yeah. helped. Okay, I think that <laughs> I don't particularly care for wearing the white coat. Yeah, necessarily helps. Right, right, right. On the other hand, I've been around long enough at this point that I have a lot of patients who actually like that I don't wear the coat, yeah. who yeah. know me yeah. and um, continue to fight to come see me. Wow. So 
Wow. You know, I don't know that my hair has been that factor. And, and yeah. I take care of a lot of black women. And yeah. A lot of black women really like okay. that I have the natural so, hair. Yeah, so your clientele tends to be more okay. So it's not an issue in your particular environment. It hasn't been as much of a problem as yeah. I think it could be for someone in yeah. media. For yeah, example. for sure. For, right. for and or some other kind of corporate America atmosphere. Right. Uh, and so, so yeah, and so I. But women need the. Right. I mean, they have the right, and and some and more and more of us are wanting alternatives, and I think I think we have to speak to. So, what do you do to um to assert yourself and embrace your you know wearing your hair naturally if you're if you are in corporate America? I mean, this woman, she she I mean, they they fired her, mm-hmm. um, and she's going through the process of I believe doing a lawsuit and all that. But I think maybe. I think we're still in the fight, is what I'm saying. I agree. No, I agree. I have mm-hmm. seen um, mm-hmm. organizations coming yeah. up exactly yeah. for that. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, you see some of our mm-hmm. political leaders, yeah. African-American women, yeah. who are standing on that oh, platform absolutely. saying, no, yeah. we're going yeah. to do this. And I, I'm loving that. Yes. And yeah. I think that's yeah. where we, we, yeah. we put our support behind Yeah, that's that. what we are doing. And yeah. I think culturally also, mm-hmm. it, it goes to us as well. Yeah. So if we choose to wear our hair that way. Yeah. And... Yeah. Proudly, yes. Then we do influence people, and it may take a little more time. And part two of this, um, part one is um, addressing the black hair, women's hair in the workplace, um, from a health point of view. But part two, uh, I'm going to be having um, one of our political people, senators, uh, local senators, Mm -hmm. um, talk about the legislation she's proposed here in Georgia. Uh, so that'll that'll be the legislative that. part of that. So so I think you're right. I think, but that's but I think that's going to be a part of the process. Absolutely. Um, now, um, according to a new Nielsen report, black consumers spend nearly nine times as much than our non-black counterparts on ethnic hair and beauty products. Here's the numbers: four hundred and seventy-three million on total health care. 127 million on grooming aids and 465 million on skincare products, which comes to a whopping 1.1 billion dollars annually. Unfortunately, as I stated before, and as we've talked about, many of these products are toxic. Are there any hair and skin products for African American women that you know about that you could recommend as safer alternatives? Since we're spending all this money on this, actually, I, I have, I certainly have some. Um, traditional mm-hmm. methods, mm-hmm. options, okay. um, and I also have some companies that I'd like okay. to patronize. Excellent. But I will tell you what I tell a lot of my pregnant patients yes. who are in pregnancy. A lot of women are more sensitive Definitely. to mm-hmm. the chemicals that are in their products mm-hmm. and things that they could tolerate before, and now all of a sudden they can't. Right. And so the thing that I tell people is, if you can eat it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You can use it on your skin. Oh, wow. And that's why I think it's even more important that yes. what you're buying to put yes. in your body, what yes. you're planning to eat, yeah. is also high yeah. quality. Excellent. But, for example, especially in the summer months when mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. warm and you don't want something really heavy, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, un- mm-hmm. unrefined yes. organic yeah. coconut oil. Oh, wow. Great moisturizer in the summer months. Oh, that's great. I don't like it in the winter. It's yeah. not strong enough for oh, me. Oh, is that right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if you want something heavier, yeah. I like the unrefined organic shea butter. Okay, yeah. Unscented, nothing yeah. in it. Yeah, I can't do any If you scents. want yeah. scents, because yeah. I know a lot of us really like yeah. our perfumey yeah. stuff, Yeah. a really high quality essential oil. Really? Yeah, I okay. use essential oils in my home. Yeah, do you? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. excellent. I, yeah, I have. Yeah. 
uh, that contract with a company that Excellent. I work with. Okay. Absolutely. And Good. so, you know, that's one of the things I like. I tell people, if you want to put lavender yes. or you want peppermint yes, or you, something you like that that, that yeah. you want yeah, that's to, that, to like put you in said. your products, Absolutely. just add it, mix yeah. it a little bit, yes, and yes. now you've got something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love a good organic olive oil. Yeah. That's a good yeah, option. Is that. So if mm-hmm. you buy yeah. something like that that you're cooking with, mm-hmm. I've, I promise, I've walked out of the shower, yes. run downstairs to throw something together yeah. for dinner for the kids and realize I didn't put anything on my face. Right. I just grab some olive oil right off the counter, oh, throw it on my face. that's wonderful. People have said, well, what do you use on your skin? What do you use yeah. on your skin? That's a right. lot of oils. That's right. A lot, a lot of, of oils. real oils, right. <laughs> right? Yeah. One of the things, like I said, I used to do was to do the um, um, bath and body works, but I can't do that. I haven't been able to do that in t- more than ten years. Mm-hmm. But but sometimes, I, like you said, I want to. I want something that's pretty and sweet. Well, one day when we bake a lot around here, my my eighteen year old has always. She's been baking since she was seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. So one day she was taking some making cookies and she had some vanilla out and um i walked in the kitchen i was oh that smells so good i can't wait for these cookies to be ready and then it hit me i was like you know if i want to smell if i want a little bit of sweetness i could take a little bit of the vanilla and just sort of dab it on myself and so it was just one of those things but i i had to figure that out on my own i'm hearing you say that now which confirms what i what i started doing some time ago but and peppermint oil so i've been buying these things that i would no, that I normally eat, right? And you can use and it. And I can use it, it. I, but I, it took yeah. me a minute to put the connection together. Right. But it's been such a blessing for me, right? Because it, exactly it, right. it helps me not when I want to have a little extra something to smell a little prettier. Right. Um, so it's been wonderful. I love it. I love I it. I think the other problem that I run mm-hmm. into with folks is they go, "Yeah, well, that's nice, except mm-hmm. what about my hair?" Yeah. So yeah. let me let me recommend a couple of companies mm-hmm. that I like, and they're owned by Black women. Okay. And so I like to right. promote them right. when I can, right. because um, I like their products. Right. I use them on myself. Excellent. And I think um, I like to mm-hmm. support small yes, businesses businesses as well. Mm-hmm. So one of the companies is called Oyin, mm-hmm. which is O Y I N. And I'll put links to these products on okay. the website. Oyin Handmade mm-hmm. is. Um, a black-owned company in Maryland. Okay. So you do have to get online right. to order their products. That's fine. Um, but there, I use um, a, one product called Burnt Sugar Pomade. Mm-hmm. I find that to be, my, I have a lot of hair. Right. And so right. I need something to yeah, really saturate. get those yeah. curls to right. stay together. Right. I don't like having to do my hair every day. Right. I'm not right. doing it every day. Right. That's not going to happen. Right. So yes, it's like I like I to do something. it, yeah. you know, smooth my done. edges right. and keep it moving. And right. I can go about five, six days. Wow, that's a blessing. I don't do a whole lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's day. like, I'm not doing all that. It's not happening. Yeah. Um, so I like their products. Mm-hmm. They also have a wonderful, mm-hmm. I recommend this one to my patients all the time. They mm-hmm. have a, a product called Funk Butter. Oh, is that right? I love Funk Butter. <laughs> it is a natural deodorant. Okay. I, I have it. used it for yeah. years. Have I've got my husband on it. Really? The kids yeah. use yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I have recommended to countless patients. Yes. And they have three different varieties, two yeah. that have a scent, one yeah. that's unscented. Okay. So if you want to add right. your own right. or leave it plain. Right. I like the plain. Right. I would. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But that... That product, it works. Yes. It takes, anytime you switch from yeah. an antiperspirant, yes. which is a chemical blocker of your sweat glands. That's right. That's the that's, traditional. That's right. Into a natural product yeah. that is a deodorant. Yes. You have to get used to the fact that you're yeah. going to sweat. Right. And there's a little bit of a purging process. Sometimes right. you have to adjust. Yeah. Right, right. So the, that's going to be something product. in the beginning. I didn't have any problem right. adjusting as far as odor was concerned. Right, right. 
But I got a little used to, okay, I yeah, might yeah, feel a little right, sweaty, little different. Yeah, different. Right, right, but right, right, right. as long as I don't smell, I'm, I'm like, it's great. Right, that's right. So that product works. Okay. I like that one. And there's lots of them online okay, that are good, um, good, that good, are good. aluminum-free. Yeah, you all know, of that. Not I, like, we, we went that route. Um, you know, some time ago, my husband did first, and then I and I did. So right. yeah, but that's so. Those are great alternatives. Right. So I love their all yes. of their their different products. You can get on yeah, there and look I at will. all their stuff. And mm. then there's another mm. company that makes a hair gel mm. that I like, and that company is called Obia. Okay. Naturals. Okay. And they have a, a really nice uh, curl enhancing custard. Mm. I just put that on custard. on top of the yeah, yeah. the um, the burnt sugar pomade right. and that. Holds the curl a yeah. little extra, yeah, you know, right, right, right. hold right there. Firm, firm. And then we're good for, You're good for four or five days. Yeah, that's, yep. that's girl, that yep. could be, Let that sounds like a, dry that's it. Uh, God said, so those are some, those are some, sounds like great alternatives. Right. And I have actually contacted those companies okay. personally. Okay. Um, by email to talk to their owners and say, mm. listen, right. I am a physician. Right. I recommend products to my patients. Right. We're trying to get away from a lot of these things that are linked to breast cancer mm -hmm, and other mm -hmm, sort of mm -hmm, health problems mm -hmm. can you tell me are yeah. these products phthalate free right. are they you know what right. is you're trying to find out the particulars and i feel comfortable that's that what good. they're using yeah, is, it's, is it's much better. more yeah, appropriate okay mm -hmm. excellent so like i um and, and and like i said earlier i will get that information from you for those companies mm -hmm. and I will make that available. I mean, I'll Thank make you. the information yeah, available, wonderful. put links to that. That's excellent. Um, now in the African American community, I often hear, and you have to, phrases like black girl magic and my black is beautiful. I was walking through the Walmart yesterday and I saw, uh, you know, with February being Black History Month, a lot of products are out there. Mm -hmm. And I saw t-shirts in Walmart about, you know, I am, I am black, I am, you know, powerful I am beautiful um, so there's a lot of that talk out there but for all of the Afrocentric rhetoric many of our young people still and maybe not so young still succumb to the idea that bone straight Anglo or Asian hair is prettier and more professional so what are some things that we can do to help the next generation embrace their natural hair and have better practice better hair health you know I I think it's a battle. Mm -hmm. I think it's the good news is mm -hmm. I've seen lots of progress. Yes. I think a lot has changed. Yes. Uh, I don't, even in my own family, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think since, like I said, my, my oldest was one year old mm -hmm. when I really, I think, um, mm -hmm. stopped mm -hmm. having any straight hair. Wow. And it took a while. Mm -hmm. But even then, mm -hmm. my girls would, would oh, mommy, her hair's prettier. Yeah, I went through that with my girls. I want my hair straight. Can I you make my hair that. straight? Yep. And I bought a lot of um, mm -hmm. children's books. Yeah. I searched high and low to find dolls with curly hair. Yep. Because that was not mm -hmm. easy. It was not. I mean, it's easier now, it but e even when they were little. Yeah, and so that and that's not been that long. Mm -mm. No, within yeah. ten years, searching yeah. the internet. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I had a friend who found some, mailed them to us. Oh and, wow! You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think we are battling yeah. 
the common culture, Definitely. what's in the media, yeah, what all if, around us. Even yeah. even magazine. We have magazines come in the house, not that many, but right, when they right. come in and they look at the ads yeah. and they see the girls with the hair blowing in the oh wind. Oh my gosh! Yeah. There's more of them now who yeah. have natural hair. Yeah, yeah. there is. But, there is more, but still, predominantly still, there's right. that image of you know the straight hair right and my yeah. girls have said i wish my eyes were green uh, i wish no. my eyes were blue and yeah you know yeah. they want yeah. they are attracted to mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. classic mm-hmm. designation yeah. of what beauty is mm-hmm. and then now there's i, I the other day mm-hmm. there's some image of a, a model mm-hmm. somebody who came in mm-hmm. Or oh I know yeah. my my brother sent them yeah. one of those new Barbie dolls okay. that is uh, uh-huh. has a career and oh, this Barbie doll yes. was a judge oh and I saw that brown I skin girl gorgeous oh and wow like, oh she's pretty yeah yeah. Good. Yeah, very that's good. Exactly right. So you just keep pushing yeah, it, yeah, keep pushing yeah, it, keep yeah, pushing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And what I used to do uh-huh. and still do, uh-huh. you know, I wash my hair, yeah. I have it all out. Yeah. I usually wear it out and curly. Right, right. And I just talk about how much yeah. I love my curls. That's I love good. my curls. So Look you've changed the, the the messaging. Right. Yeah. Right. We, I walk around and talk about how yeah. cute I am. Oh, Look at my, my hair shaking for me. And they laugh. But they get that in their yeah. spirit, too. Yeah, they do. It, and it is going in. I know with my 18-year-old, she's a freshman at Clayton State, we went through a period of time. My other girls, too, but Adrienne is my is my youngest child, so this is the last one that I went through this with. But she wanted a hair straight like her, her little white friend. She's right. like, I, yeah. I, I just want, I want, I want, a, I want pretty hair. Yeah. So we went ahead to this precision. We didn't put any perms in, but I let them press it out and flat iron it and that went on for about six months but then she said to me uh and i started noticing uh because the hair was she has soft hair but it was always healthy we were never having any problems with it but then we started having problems with it breaking off and she's like mommy my hair is breaking off I, and so we went on another little bit the hairdresser so i can condition it some more i can do this i can do that but the bottom line was all the heat uh, and other stuff that she was putting on it was taking its toll. Yeah. But my daughter finally came. It took, um, she was about, oh, maybe 12 at the time. Uh, and it took, um, it took a little bit, but she said, I will never go that route again. And she wears her hair naturally now, and it's very cute. Um, and she's a good-looking girl. She embraces it all. But she said, I don't know why I thought like that. I said, you don't know why you thought like that. But part of it, the reason the reason you thought like that is because it's all around you. Right. It's what's in the culture. Right. It's just, and when you're growing up, it's yeah. about assimilation and trying oh, to be is. like everybody it else. It is. It is. And you could grow past that. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. you grow past yeah, that. Yeah, you do. Hopefully, yeah. But uh-huh, uh-huh. in that process, supporting your, your yeah. daughters, your children, right. your nieces, right. whoever right. you can right. to get past that point where they can love yeah how they were created yeah and and so i love that journey i mean it was hard in those moments but mm-hmm. she but then doing her seeing for herself this is not healthy this is not working and going through the struggle of finding how to wear her hair cute but healthy she's on the other side of that now yeah. at 18 Good so for we're her. grateful That's for that wonderful. we're grateful so now beyond your duties as a board certified OBGYN, you place a big emphasis on holistic and natural living and you have the blog a journey uh, to wholeness. Can you share a little bit with our audience, my audience, about uh, this, about the blog, and about how living holistically factors into their hair issues? I think one thing that I put a big emphasis on mm-hmm. as far as uh, wellness mm-hmm. is how we eat. Yeah. 
If you go back to the very, very beginning of my blog post, the very first blog post I ever wrote mm -hmm. was about my weight loss journey. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so when my daughter was about a year old, I lost about 60 pounds. Wow. That I've been carrying around my whole life. Wow. Okay. Um, but okay. really, uh, that was the time right. when I made that big change. Mm -hmm. And then that process of becoming healthier myself started to really move me into, mm -hmm. well, what is it that I'm putting in my body? And, yeah. of course, I have small babies. Right, I'm trying right. to figure out, well, what should I be putting in sure, their, their bodies? Because right. mm -hmm. that's my job. They yeah, don't know. That's right. And so I've, I've written mm -hmm. blog posts about how to snack, how mm -hmm. we feed our kids. Wow. What, you know, when I started feeding my children, yeah. I started with the veggies. Absolutely. I never started with fruits oh, or right. things that are sweet because I knew yeah. we'd never go back. Right, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. So, so you started with the veggies. Yeah, yeah. and, and mm -hmm. I've talked about organics mm -hmm. and what does that mean mm -hmm. and um, eating whole foods. I yeah. think part of my journey into actually getting a uh, board certification mm -hmm. in lifestyle medicine mm -hmm. is the process of helping people see there are things that we do mm -hmm. in how we live. Yes that makes us healthy oh my goodness or yeah, unwell well, right that's right and so we have more control over our health than we give ourselves credit for. absolutely and so yeah. i really want to emphasize that i, mm -hmm. I where there's yeah. the opportunity at work i do it right i use the blog right. as a platform for some of that conversation right. i'm also very very big now into mm -hmm. uh, mind management really? and how to leverage your brain mm -hmm. to make these changes because yes. There's so many things yes, that yes, we know yes, yes, to do. Yes. There's so many ways that we know are healthy things. We know mm -hmm. that eating an apple right. is better than eating a cookie yeah, we know for that. what happens in our body. Yeah. And I don't mean you can never have a cookie. Right, 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 right. You're <laughs> not, not trying to be that. militant. Right. But you're saying <laughs> right. that we know yeah. the right things sure, in sure. a lot of ways, but mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't do them. No, we just don't. And we don't do them. Why not? Yeah. And a lot of it is because we don't know the thoughts that right. are influencing our actions. That's, that, that's driving that. Right. So, that's right. so there's a lot of my blog posts, right. especially that's in the good. past yeah. year or so, so to really talk about the mind. Right, being really mindful. Right. Yeah, one of the things that I've had to do, and I'm working more on um, my diet, and it's not that we're, we're on any fad diets around mm -hmm. here, but it's really eating very holistically and incorporating more of the good, good stuff and less of the things that just don't fuel my body well. So I'm on this journey as well, and it's a it's a process, uh, and because it does require me thinking differently about food and how I approach it. But one of the things that was a catalyst for change was I was having some problems with my blood pressure. Um, but there's two thoughts I have about that. I know, a lot, you know, I'm in a lot of different relationships with family members and friends, and I know a lot of people who have blood pressure issues who are on medication. But what what would always get me is like, so these people are on medication, but I still hear them talking about how they struggle with their blood pressure. Now I'm not on anything. But I'm thinking, um, my sister, my mother, but different ones, um, still, oh, my blood pressure spiked, oh, and I'm thinking, but they're on medication, and they're still having problems, there must be something more to it than just popping a pill. Right. There is. must be something more. Absolutely. So now I've been eating this, um, you know, um, fueling my body. I, I'm in this program, Trim Healthy Mama. I've um, been reading the, the book. Um, and so, and, I, I, and I'm tracking everything. I keep a log of my blood pressure and what I've eaten and how much water I've drank and whether or not I've slept well the night before. All those things factor into mm -hmm. my blood pressure, mm -hmm. being bad or good. But, but And I'm seeing, I'm connecting the dots. I'm like, okay, I ate really well. 
I, I drank the water I was supposed to drink. I had about seven hours of sleep, which is rare for me. I'm still working on that. Mm -hmm. But, and, you know, I'm in the 120s, you know, over 79. I'm doing, you know, and, you know, because it had gotten up really high. But I'm, but as I've kept this log and I'm, I'm seeing the correlation between how I'm eating, how I'm sleeping, what I'm drinking, and also I've done, I've started doing more with the deep breathing. Right. It's Absolutely. wonderful. And Absolutely. so what it's been an eye-opening experience to see. So it's not just about the pill. Right. It's not. It's not. Medication is available for when we don't have the other options. And I think what right. we're learning now, mm -hmm. I think for a lot of us, mm -hmm. is let's do the other things. I'm not anti-medication. I know. Of course not. We use medication when right. we need it. Of course. But sometimes we can adjust enough right. to not need the medication. Exactly. And what I find is the problem is... Figuring out yeah. how to make the changes we need to make and make them stick yes, so that we don't get back to the place where we need medication. Right. And so for me, the theme yes. scripture that's yeah. on and on and on is yes. 2 Corinthians 10.5 about yes. taking every thought captive. Absolutely. And that is yes. a high calling. Yes. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. is what we're called to do. We are. So... But that's thinking on a higher plane. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so, but, but uh, and I love that your blog addresses that. And so we'll make uh, a link to that blog available as well. Now, last uh, but not least question that in 2019, last year, all four major beauty pageants, Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss Universe were won by black-skinned women. And although these women were all amazing, Miss South Africa really stuck out to me. She's the woman who won the um, Miss Universe pageant. Um, she sported an all-natural, shortly cropped afro, and of course she looked amazing in it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering, do you think that role models like her will change um, black women's perspective about hair and beauty? I do. You think it I helps? Do. I do. I actually saw a mm -hmm. post with all of them together. Oh, yeah. I think I may have seen I that. I loved that. Oh, They were so gorgeous. Beautiful. They were. I think mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of fronts on which we're yeah. fighting this battle for yeah. self-image. True. And what's beautiful and um, mm -hmm. there's weight issues. Yeah. There's skin. There, we have colorism issues. Right. Oh, there's Lord. the hair yeah. things. Mm -hmm. um, but I think what we get to do is watch how things are starting to yeah, evolve and yeah. change. And that's and encouraging. That's, I, I agree. Yeah, I think it's very encouraging. encouraging. Yeah, it and is. So and I, so, you know, when my girls one. get to look and see yeah, yeah. women darker than them, that's my right. children are, <laughs> right, right. they're darker than me, but they're right, fair. Right. You know, that they can see that as, as a pinnacle of beauty. Yeah, yeah. That's so I think good. that's to be celebrated. I do, I do. I love it. I love it. Well, Doctor, our time together is up. I could probably talk to you um, for eons about this, but I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be a guest on the Working Woman Radio Show. I and I just I know it. I feel that the information that you talked about that we shared that you shared today in the wisdom about hair health is going to be a big blessing to other people. I think it's going to encourage women to think outside of the box a little bit more. Um, so that's a, that's always good. And to my listening audience, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. And you can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Women Radio show page icon. For more information about upcoming podcasts and Working Women Radio show events, you can go to the Working Women Radio show Facebook page, become a friend, and you can share your comments there, ask whatever questions, because I really do want to hear from you. God bless, and we will see you next time on the Working Woman Radio Show.